A year after Otto Octavius's death. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I already have a problem. So, <laughs> so the first the first one is set in two thousand two, right? And then and then the second one is set two years after that, and this is set a year after that. So realistically, uh, Peter Parker is like 22, 20, 21. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like forty. He's so fucking old in this movie. He's got like a double chin. He did not, you know, you know, um, Tobey Maguire refused to get in shape for this movie because he was like, fuck this. I don't care. Like I'm fucking Spider-Man. I can do what I want. You can CG it. You can get stunt doubles. I don't care. So he's just got a weird double chin for the whole movie. And he's got such a chubby little face. He, I just want to punch him. I just, I just all the time. That's a year, a year. Bro, anyway, I mean, uh, I'm 21 right now, and I look like shit, but I still don't look as old as Tobey Maguire. Like, yeah, you look about 12, mate. That was spicy. Yeah, I don't know why. I burped right into my mic, and now I've got to sit. <laughs> why did you do that? I don't know. Now I've got to sit here and just smell tomato and basil <laughs> pasta. That I had on my lunch. That's it what was... you had for your fucking breakfast. It, oh, it, for your lunch. Yeah, it was I me left... it's not breakfast time. It was me leftovers from last night. Fair enough. Oh, mate, Jesus Christ. Horrible, <laughs> man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that is. Ugh. Stop acting like you can smell it, David. No, I'm acting like I can fucking hear it, you nonce. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Filmian Podcast, where this week, um, Evil was going to be taking residence, but now we're just going to get some black goo and be really creepy to people on the streets. Um, yeah, I'm hosting this week, um, because it's my birthday podcast. That's a, that's about it. And Xander's going to be the co-host. How do you feel? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, you didn't introduce yourself. And and uh, so, you know. Well, you I'm pretty that, sure... You? know who i fucking am at this point we're nearly 100 episodes deep all right okay hey colin what's up travis um <laughs> well i am david um this is my trusty co-host xander um, hi i don't know why i'm pointing to my right He's i do that as well i do that as well <laughs> i do that every single week i do that every single week <laughs> i do that every week mate oh my god every i, I swear to god it's just in your nature it. yeah it is it is uh how are you, you feeling xander um yeah i'm feeling great we're, we're watching we're, we're talking about spider-man 3 today um and i'm i'm really excited because you know it got released a couple of weeks early and i've been really xander, excited for this Z xander sh stop you're thinking about the wrong spider-man 3 it's the black goo one fuck yeah sorry buddy god fucking damn it right oh i, I don't know about you xander but I'm feeling 22. Hey, yeah, Dave, David turned 22. Congratulations, David. Yeah, I'm an old man now. <laughs> no, oh my god, I just realised we've baited ourselves out by letting everyone know like we're actually so young. Every, yeah, no, right. it, it's mad how many how many people we get on here and they think we're like mid late 20s, early 30s, and then we talk yeah. and then they talk to us and we're like, oh. It's like the guys from the movie Melting Pot. We we put our cameras on when we first started talking, and they were like, "Oh, that's what you look like." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, "I was not expecting this." <laughs> oh God, oh, bless him. God bless him. Shout out to the movie Melting Pot podcast. Yeah, they, those guys are great. Um, okay, so Xander, have you got some, have you got some news for us this week? Because I'm not doing the news because I want to take a quick break from talking. 
Great. That, you know what? That's exactly <laughs> what I do as well. I, I just say <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. No, I'm just no, calling you out. It's not true. It's not true. Um, yeah, there, there was some news. Uh, so the U- Universal are making a movie um, based on Dracula's henchman called Renfield. And two I've people have been this. cast. Um, Aquafina has been cast. And uh, Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. The idea of that is fantastic already. <laughs> I could just imagine him sitting there just drinking blood and just going... Oh. <laughs> um, so the film's being directed by Chris McKay, who's probably best known from us uh, as directing the Lego Batman movie. Um, okay, they've so, got the best director ever then. Uh, they're, they're clearly going down a more, a slightly more comedic path than we initially thought. But yeah, I'm, I'm. Hey, you never know. Why not, man? Why not? Um, let, let's let's fucking get 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 this. Get get. Let's get paid, boy. Um, get this bread. Get this bread. Um, Magic Mike Three's happening. Uh, Channing Tatum's gonna get his dick out again. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen the first two. Apparently, they're really dark. I I. Appa- yeah, apparently they're really good. Oh, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, but there, there, that's there's really not been much news. Um, yeah, there is. There, there, there has been two bigger bits of news though. So the first one happened um, earlier this week on on Spider Monday. Uh, we got a, an official announcement from Amy Pascal that um, Tom Holland will be staying on as Spider-Man for another trilogy in the MCU. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, make, makes absolute sense because No Way Home is going to make like all of the money. So why would they stop um, here? This is going to be the first person, like the first character that has more than um, three movies of himself other than four as well. Yeah. Yeah, pretty wild. He's going to get six solo movies. Yeah, which I don't know if that's you know being the dead horse, being the dead horse a little bit too much. It depends. Um, it depends what they do. Yeah, like if they if they say that it's a trilogy, but it's more of a trilogy in the sense of like the Avengers films are. Like Spider Man is going to be a main character in them, but it's going to be something bigger than just a Spider Man movie as well. I think that would probably work best. Yeah, like we've had our, we've had our Spider Man trilogy now, and then. We get like something new that introduces more people. We possibly get Miles Alice introduced, this and the other, and it's still a Spider-Man trilogy, but it goes down kind of like the route of um, Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man Two on um, like place where it's like Spider-Man is going to be his like mentor, so he's yeah. gonna mentor like Miles. Uh, I think that would maybe. be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. It's just Spider-Man. I'll fucking watch anything with his name on it. Um. Speaking of speaking of Spider-Man, we got a uh, we got the first teaser for uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. We also got the uh, announcement that it will be split into two parts. Um, yeah, the first part releasing on October seventh, twenty twenty-two, and the second part releasing in October twenty twenty-three. So a oh, year apart. Back- Back to back, I need this in my life. I I saw the trailer come on to YouTube last night, yeah, and I started shaking. I was that excited. <laughs> I know how sad that sounds, but I fucking loved the first Spider Verse. Yeah, I went to go and see it on my birthday, like a few days early before it released. Um, the view in Manchester was having like a um, yeah a yeah I remember this I like, remember screening. this yeah. And so I went to go see it on my birthday early, and I was like, oh, this is, so, this is amazing. And <laughs> we get, like, our first look at Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, and he looks... Uh, which he is looks, very cool. He looks, he looks really awesome. cool. He looks really cool, yeah. 
Um, and we be- the, it's an- basically... the animation style going through the um, the multiverse as well looks really interesting. And like it's, a... it's not the usual style, and it's a one shot as well. Yeah, it's a one shot. Uh, but the so so the the trailer is basically two scenes. It's a, it's a, yeah. like the, it it's probably what will be the opening scene that follows directly from um, the ending to the first one, and yeah. then um, the second scene is of. Miles falling through multiple dimensions and having a fight with uh, Spider-Man 2099, who will be played once again by Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I love Oscar Isaac. He's so, um, a fantastic man. Yeah, we we also got a full synopsis as well. We did. We did. Um, let me let me find this. Oh, where where's the synopsis? Hang on. Apologies, I I should have got this up earlier. God, I'm on I'm on wegotthiscovered.com because no one else has fucking posted it. Um, hey, it's not worth it. Here we go, here we go. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking amazing movie, and I cannot wait to see it. Um, I, I don't know. It'll probably be good, but like, I'm cautiously optimistic because it's like you know, the, the first one. Spider-verse. It, it, the first one is so perfect. Yeah, and also I still remember like the uh, the the announcement from the first one when we were in college. Yeah, and uh, I told you, oh, there's gonna be a um, uh, like animated spider-man movie from sony like so the sony proper animation studio and you were just there like it's probably gonna be shit because it's a marvel animated movie and look where we are now we've got the best spider-man movie of all time in animation form yeah we do it's um it's pretty fucking wild so yeah i'm i'm, I'm hyped but but i'm keeping my hype to a minimum just in case it is bad um which it probably won't be um right is that that is all the news? I was about to ask you if that's all the news, but I'm doing the news. Fuck, this is I, I don't like it. I don't like this. Um, yeah, yeah, that was all the news. That's fine. Ba- yeah. Back to you in the studio. Yeah. So, um, Zan, did you do you want to talk about Spider-Man Three, the uh, the Raimi one, the one that Sony just put their dick into? No, of course I fucking don't. But I also well, I, I also ju- didn't want to ju- talk I also didn't want to talk about Resident Evil. Why why did we have to choose a Sony movie? What what what, what was this? <laughs> what why? Actually, yeah, why? <laughs> well, to be fair, so the story is um we were gonna do Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City because it's coming out, it's a it's a little relevant. I was gonna go and see it at the cinema after work for two days in a row. Um not see the film twice. First time <laughs> I just couldn't be asked. <laughs> I just couldn't be asked. I'm not gonna lie. I really couldn't be bothered. I I would have had to wait around 50 minutes for my screening to start. I just I I, I had not. I was having none of it. Second day, it get it gets to like 5 p.m. I'm covered in like Christmas tree nestles, and I'm just there like I don't want to go to the cinema. I just want to go home and have a Mackey's. So it's Alexander. I say I don't want to go see this movie. And you're just like yeah. I don't really give a fucking shit, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, mate. And then you you propose that we do the the Spider Man Raimi trilogy, um, because it's it's hip, it's now. It came out like ten years it's, ago. It's hip, um, it's now, 
And how? <laughs> yeah. And how? <laughs> that that was that was mine. That was my line. Uh, um, but yeah. So then I said to you, on one condition, we only do Spider-Man three, and it's because I want to watch a meme movie, whilst also not having to watch all three of them. <laughs> and I just also want to have a bit more fun. Like Spider-Man two, you have to really concentrate and enjoy it. Spider-Man 3, you just laugh at the funny scenes and see all the memes come about. So, so bit of bit of history on the filming podcast. Uh, th- this episode has been done before. Um, we, yeah. Me, uh, it was episode four. It was me and my father. Um, we we sat in Tameside. <laughs> we sat in Tameside Radio, and we did. We talked about the Spider-Man trilogy, um, the Raimi trilogy. But now we can say fuck. Now we can say fuck. And now I've spent more time with Spider-Man three because that day my dad genuinely did not want to be there he he fucking hates (laughs) spider-man he fucking hates spider-man 3 um like with a passion so so that that was a rough day and and my my (laughs) feelings on this movie have changed over the years so um i'm I'm i've stayed the same i'm coming at you with a fresh with with some fresh hot takes today um so yeah, what what are we doing, David? Are we going through the Wikipedia? Um, I'm gonna go through the Wikipedia. Um, You've got it up. Imagine... You've got it up. Yeah, I've already got it up, man. I'm I'm prepared <laughs> for this shit. Um, I'm gonna. I'm guessing that you made some notes whilst watching this movie. Actually, no, I didn't because I oh, just that's a shame. because all the, I've seen this movie like four hundred times. The, the notes. Well, to be fair, we could we could just make um, yeah the make notes, notes the notes like, are in, in our head. head. The notes are exactly. in my head. Yeah, it's fine. But um, I'm also glad that we get to talk about a movie where Venom is in it, and I don't have to t- hear you talk about Venom toes. Um, no, there's not a point in this movie where I got a good shot of Venom to- Venom's toes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy about that. Um, so Spider-Man Three. Spider-Man Three. Exterior. Night. <laughs> Fuck off. The Broadway. Um, a year after Otto Octavius's death. Hold Peter on, Parker hold on, hold on. I already have a problem. So, <laughs> so the first, the first one is set in 2002, right? And then, and then the second one is set two years after that. And this is set a year after that. So realistically, uh, Peter Parker is like 22, 20, 21. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like 40. He's so fucking old in this movie. He's got like a double chin. He did not, you know, you know, um, Tobey Maguire refused to get in shape for this movie because he was like, fuck this. I don't care. Like I'm fucking Spider-Man. I can do what I want. You can CG it. You can get stunt doubles. I don't care. So he's just got a weird double chin for the whole movie. And he's got such a chubby little face. He, I just want to punch him. I just, I just all the time. I mean, they do, at least they do take the piss out of him for that. Just like, oh, he's, he's making you look a bit bloated, you know? <laughs> still that's a year a year bro anyway, i mean i'm 21 right now and i look like shit but i still don't look as old as toby Maguire. like yeah you look about 12 mate i don't know i don't i now look closer to 30 so <laughs> you look either 14 or 30 it's one or the other There's exactly no mate exactly it just depends how long it's it been depends on the shaved. angle depends on the angle <laughs> Um, a year after Otto, Otto Octavius' death, a year. Fuck off. <laughs> Peter Parker plans to propose to Mary Jane Watson, who has just made her Broadway musical debut. While the two stargaze in Central Park, a meteorite lands nearby, and an extraterrestrial symbiote. Sy- symbiote. I'm gonna say symbiote because I know it's gonna annoy you. 
I don't care, mate. An extraterrestrial symbiote. Call it a symbiote if you follows want. Pe- symbiote. Yeah, call it a symbiote. Follows Peter to his apartment by attaching to by attaching to his moped. Um, this is written so horribly. <laughs> yeah, I, I really thought you were going to say moped. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, he, that that does happen. All all of that does, does happen. happen. Like as well, they they, they could have done like, Venom would have been slightly better if if they hadn't just introduced him by just oh he just look it just fell out of the sky. Um, if they did it like um, so the, in the comic books, um, it comes down from space. Um, or, or like at least they could have done it like they already set up that. The what the guy that Mary Jane was meant to marry in the last movie, like that J. Jonah Jameson Jr., he was an astronaut. So really easily you could have just had him, because then we've got a follow-on character links the two films quite nicely, yeah. and you, you have him come down from space and say, "Yeah, um, we, we've 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 found this on the space travel, and that's it." And then it escapes, and then you know where it's come from instead of just it landing. It's like it's so weird, and it's just like, what? How does it get here? It just falls, it just falls into place. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, thank you. I keep interrupting. Um, I'm so sorry. You do. You you're doing a David. Um, Harry Osborn, knowing Peter's true identity, seeks to avenge his father Norman's death. Using his father's performance-enhancing gas and Green Goblin technology, he battles Peter to a stalemate, hitting his head and developing partial amnesia. Um, this scene's hilarious. Yeah, it really is. I was about to say this scene's really fucking funny. You know, you know, like <laughs> there's there are some good moments in it though. Like when he like the whole bit where the ring falls out of his pocket and he's yeah. trying desperately to get it back. That's great. Uh, but then there's other but moments. The second, like, buddy. Like James Franco just keeps keeps smacking his fucking head on shit. Yeah, I just can't funny. help but piss myself laughing at the sound design for it. Uh, the the, C- the, C- the CG is also quite rough in a lot of spots. I mean, I know it's it too- is, but it's good for the time it was. It's two thousand. No, but even like there are moments that are really good. But then when they're running down that alleyway, like how long is that alleyway? They're going really um, quickly. I don't. It's about- it's about as long as the runway in uh, in Fast and Furious Six. Exactly. So it's stupid. Like it's too yeah. long. Um, but yeah, whatever. Uh, it, it's funny, and he does bonk his head and get amnesia. Like we're in a fucking soap opera. Yeah. Conveniently forgets the first two movies. He really does. Fucking hell. <laughs> everything else he, he remembers, but he just forgets everything to do with his father. Yeah. What? Oh my god, there's a guy called Spider-Man? What the fuck? <laughs> he sounds like a menace! Yeah. Um, <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who would have killed my father. <laughs> nah, that's surely not my best friend Peter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, police pursue escaped convict Flint Marco, who visits his wife and sick daughter before fleeing again. Falling into an experimental particle accelerator that fuses his body with the surrounding sand, he gains the ability to control sand and reform his body with it. I really wish they would have just done he gets bit by a radioactive piece of sand. <laughs> um, this, the Sandman is fucking excellent. Thomas awesome. Hayden Church is so good. And the scene where he fully gains his powers and like reforms himself is one of the greatest scenes in a superhero. It, it is great. Like, the, Sandman is the one thing that this movie did perfectly, and I'm so glad it existed the, the because mu- of Sandman. And the music is so good. Like, um, So the the guy who did the first two was Danny Elfman, but then he quit 
um, and they brought in Christopher Young to do the score for this one, and he fucking nice. knocks it out of the park. The music in this is so good. It is fantastic. I will admit. Um, but yeah, Thomas Hayden Church, big up. What what a fucking Donny. Great, great guy. No way home. Yeah. Um, during a festival honoring Spider-Man for saving Gwen Stacy's life, Peter the way, kisses her as a crowd. Go sorry. While, while while that that scene when he saves her life, when he's when he's like trying to catch her before she falls, and he like slips through that crane, and he's like jumping off bits of brick. That's so cool. Kind of reminds me of um, Marvel Spider-Man on PS4, and I'm just I, like, oh, I love, is. I love the Spider-Man action in these movies. They just yeah. get all the action just absolutely on point. Spider-Man action in this. This is why people always say, and even me, like Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was the best uh, Peter Parker, and Tom Holland is like a nice mix of the two, but he's not the best at either of them. Like uh, it's, yeah, yeah. The the action. I don't think the action has ever been bad in a Spider-Man movie. Oh no, not well in in um like the very first Spider-Man movie they released. That, that no, the, that, the action's shit. still good in that. Like that final fight between Green Goblin and Spider-Man is. I'm not so talking good. about that one. I'm talking about the one before that. The so, really low budget one. That was that off. doesn't. We're not count. Obviously, not counting that. We're obviously not counting that. We are now. Fucking part of hell. the canon. It's a part of the multiverse, Sander. Right, sick. Um, <laughs> go on. Carry on with your fucking Wikipedia. Peter kisses her to please the proud. The proud? Please the crowd. Jesus. Angering Mary Jane. Simultaneously, Marco robs an armored truck and escapes after easily defeating Spider-Man. Yeah. NYPD Captain oh, oh. George Stacy. You're, you're when... moving on. You're moving on too quickly. I am well, moving on. You're moving. I'm not fucking leaving. Um, that scene when he fucking fights him in the truck. That's so good. It's pretty good. And I you... love when uh, that like the fist just comes out of the truck and then pummels those cops. Yes, that's great. Do you know the moment when Spider-Man punches through Sandman's belly? Yeah. Do you know how they did that? actually punched him in the chest and it literally took his guts out and they just CGI'd the rest. So that, what they that's did the way these movies are made is they got an amputee in a Spider-Man costume and made it look like he'd punched through him because he had no arm. <laughs> what? That's how is that funny? Why are you laughing at that? That's so inappropriate. That is such an inappropriate time to laugh. <laughs> it's just it's just such a insane that's like the most sam raimi thing i've ever heard yeah they just, love that. and then and then they see you had the fist coming out out at the other end like that's belt yeah that's, such that, a, that's just saves on money and everything yeah like, such a unique way to do it genuinely like i'm not laughing about the fact that they used an amputee i'm laughing at the fact that like this is just ultimate sam raimi moment like <laughs> he is the only director that would ever think to do that um, like, no, nobody else would ever think. Right, let's get this guy who's like, and I'm, let's get this guy who doesn't have as much of an arm left, and get him to punch him, right? And then we'll just CGI the rest of the arm. Yeah, it's how, uh, how do you think of that? I don't know. What it, the fuck? It's super clever, but um, yeah, it, and it I looks, love Sam Raimi, and it looks great. It's one of the most iconic shots from this movie. It is really good. Um, fuck, fuck NYPD you. Captain George Stacy, Gwen's father, informs Peter and his aunt May that Marco is Peter's Peter's uncle Ben's true killer. The initial suspect, the deceased Dennis Carradine. Yeah, Carradine. 
Carry on. Whereas Marco's accomplice. At his apartment, Peter sleeps in his Spider-Man suit while waiting for Marco to come out of hiding. That scene is really weird, just seeing him wriggle around in his Spider-Man suit. That yeah. must have been really awkward to film just to see fucking, like, Tobey Maguire just have a seizure on his bed in a Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's, like, that's the best way you can describe that scene. Anyway. The symbiote, a liquid creature. <laughs> that's what they're only just telling us that it's a liquid creature now. Yeah. The fuck. But to be fair, this Wikipedia. is only the, this is only the second time it's turned up. I mean, yeah, but we saw how liquidy it is in the first part. Like in the first scene, it was very moist in the first scene. Wait, right, right, right. Let's pack. <laughs> let's pack that in. <laughs> oh, I love making you uncomfortable. The symbiote, a liquid creature, flows over the suit as he sleeps. Peter, Peter later awakens on the side of a building, discovering that the symbiote has coloured his suit black and enhanced his powers. However, it also brings out a darker side of his personality, amplifying his rage and an already inflated ego. Right. So, the black suit. It looks fucking amazing. Awesome. It looks so good. But this entire like section where Peter's like, his angst is coming out. It's like when a 14-year-old drinks a monster for the first time. <laughs> but, like, and the scene just works so well because he's like, where am I? And then the music comes in. He's like, that theme is so good. And then he's fucking hanging on the side of a wall and he just, like, flips and shit. And like, oh, shit. Like, seven-year-old me was going off at this. It was so cool. I mean, you really love this movie a lot more than I was expecting. I was you know, expecting you to suffer. You know what, mate? You know what? Like, okay, fuck it. I'm a Spider-Man 3 apologist. I am. I just am. <laughs> I just am. Why is it just freeze that you're an apologist for? <laughs> like, Halloween free, Spider-Man free? <laughs> Halloween 3 is actually decent. Halloween 3 is actually okay. See? It's actually okay. Um... <laughs> Um, Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on then. Spider-Man locates and battles Marco, Marco in a subway tunnel. Yes. Discovering that water is Marco's weakness, he opens a pipe releasing water that reduces Marco to mud and washes him away. Yes. He, be he be just becomes Clayface at this point. It, and that fight is actually really good. It look, it, I it, mean, like, it looks Every great. fight where Sandman's involved, the second Sandman's involved, it becomes a good fight, and then the second it's a Green Goblin fight or a Venom fight, it just kind of becomes shit. Well, like, he, he fucking grabs his head and grates his head onto a train. Yeah, and that is so, so good. And you see and him like, at one point... He put, on that as well. Great, and, and, he pun and he punches him, and, like, a bit of his lip co comes off. It's like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. It is a very, very cool fight, I will say. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then and then he like he, he comes out at the end and as he comes out at the end he fucking like wiggles his hair down <laughs> to give himself a fringe. Wait <laughs> Wait, hang on. As um Oh shit, we've completely missed over the dinner scene. Where he's gonna propose to MJ and Bruce Campbell's there. Oh god, yeah, that's that happens. Um, that's genuinely, I watched this on Netflix last night, and I was like, I always forget how like the movie is ordered. The movie is ordered so bizarrely. It really is. It's got a very weird pacing issue. Wait, hey man, I'm just going off the hang Wikipedia. On, hang on, hang on. Did you watch this on Netflix? Yeah. 
Because there, I, I don't know why I'm googling Spider-Man Three. I've got the IMDb open already. Because um, <laughs> there are actually two versions of this movie. Yeah, is it, there's a um, like director's cut as well, aren't there? Yeah. That, so in tw- 2017, in anticipation for Spider-Man: Homecoming, Sony released an editor's cut of Spider-Man Three. The cut, the cut most mostly utilizes an unused score, alternate edits of scenes, and a restructured story, and scenes both added and removed throughout. With all of these changes, this version runs two minutes shorter than the theatrical version. What version's on Netflix? I think it's the theatrical. I don't know. Like, it just... Yeah, 2 hours 19. Yeah, this one was 2 hours 19 on Netflix as well. Huh. Wait, is it? Or is it? I don't know, man. I I don't really pay attention to that. I'm an open Netflix. Hang on. I gotta know this shit. I gotta identify this. Yeah, it's fucking two hours nineteen. Mad. I gotta identify this. That's. Have we got the editors like cut then? No, we haven't. We've got the so normal got the version. Theatrical. Yeah, but like I don't know. It just. It. Just... Can Every... see if the editors cut now? Everything just felt a little. I don't know. Like, like so the order of scenes in this movie is like, there's like a, a twenty minute section dedicated to Green Goblin at the start. And then there's a whole, like, 40-minute section dedicated to Sandman. And then there's a whole section dedicated to the black suit and what it's doing to him. Um, And, no, no, there's there's a whole section dedicated to Harry Osborn. And then um, there's the fucking black suit stuff. And then it's the ending. And it just just seems... It just feels like it, there's like it's like a mini series, and each episode is like based on a different character, and then they've got like an overarching plot of throughout, and then the last bit is just like everyone fights. <laughs> this movie's hard to explain. It is. It's it really hard to explain. Um, I'm sorry. I've fully like, yeah, I've I've gone <laughs> off topic. But what I did want to say is that. Um, Bruce Campbell's cameo in this is fucking hilarious. He's so uh, funny. Every single Bruce Campbell cameo is great, but this one especially is is the best. It's because it's when he fucking he, he, he looks at him and he, he says, "Ah, romance. I am French," <laughs> and he's looking at him with like the worst French accent. And Spider Man's like, "Listen, I know you're not French. It's so obvious that you're not French. It's so he just leaves the perfect beat. It's so he really funny." Does. Yeah, I genuine. I love Bruce Campbell because he's like the perfect comedic actor for this as well. <laughs> for this role especially, just a guy who's very clearly not French, but is faking to be French to work in his French restaurant. Yeah, it, it's it's the perfect role for him. Well, I mean, in so so in Spider Man Four when that was going to come out, he was going to be he was going to play Mysterio. I kind of love that in like an opening scene when Spider Man's like, "Oh, just taking down a mid level villain." And it's yeah. and it's Mysterio. And he's got like the big ball on his head, and it's it's Bruce Campbell. And then the fan theory goes that he's play he's been playing the same character the, every time because every time he turns up in a cameo, it's like at a pivotal point in the story. So in yeah. the first one, he literally names. It's always him. a Mary Jane moment as well, isn't it? Well, no, in the first in the first one, he names him. He's the wrestling oh, yeah. announcer, and then in the second one, he stops him from getting into the theater, which sort of causes more tension between him and MJ. And then in this one, he's the waiter. At the restaurant where them two basically like have a massive argument. Yeah. So he's he's there at like sort of pivotal moments in in Peter's story. Um, I also kind of love the uh, the theory that he's going to be playing Mephisto in the um, MCU. 
Uh, I doubt it. He'll just turn up. I, and... I just, I really want that. I really want him to be at least a version of Mephisto. <laughs> That'd be stupid as hell. It would be either that or he just because he actually becomes Mysterio at some <laughs> point. Like he's like he he takes on that role and the piece just says, "Don't I know you from somewhere?" <laughs> no, I am French. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's what I wanted to say. There, continue oh, with your little. Bad, yeah. That's Con- cool. Continue with your little uh, fucking plot. Yeah, my my entire movie I have to talk about. Yeah, continue with that. <laughs> Peter's changed comportment, as they say in this, alienates Mary Jane, who is struggling in her career because of her show receiving negative reviews from critics. She shares a tender moment with Harry, but leaves in regret. Urged by a hallucination of his father, Harry recovers from his amnesia and forces Mary Jane to break up with Peter by threatening to kill him. Okay, I have an argument. Um, this is actually the funniest section of the movie. Um, I, I think James Franco is giving a more hilarious performance than Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he really... He's going so overboard. And then the moment when he's like, he's trying to... James Franco's trying to do like the the Green Goblin um, like face from Willem Dafoe, like he's he's like getting the smile a bit. It looks so weird and funny. I couldn't help but piss myself laughing. Like he's it's it's the it's the bit in the fucking <laughs> it's the bit in the cafe. <laughs> I genuinely burst out laughing. I was sat. I somehow managed to convince my housemate Molly to watch this with me. Um. <laughs> And she sat there and just like just let it happen to her. She she was not there. She was not happy at all. She was sat there and like I just want to fucking end. Like I want I want, <laughs> I want to die. Um. And this book came up came up and I genuinely rolled. She like he sat in the cafe and he's like, um. And the woman comes over. He's like, how's the pie? And he says, so good. <laughs> And then he and then he turns around and like the most mustache twirling villain you could possibly have turns around and winks at him and disappears. <laughs> like yeah. it, it makes no sense as well. So fucking dumb. <laughs> um I, I think I've got ahead of ourselves, so I apologize for that. But yeah, Harry Harry get Harry gets his memory back. What a what a fucking champion. Yeah. Um, also, um, Molly pointed this out in the one one of the moments she did watch. It was when um, Harry and MJ are dancing in the kitchen. Yeah, they start doing the uh, the, the um, twist. yeah, yeah, the production. Um, and I said, <laughs> and she said, Xander, why, why, like, what, what is she wearing? And Ma- Mary Jane's wearing like the most like grandma looking fit. She can really... get. She's got like the little, the little dress shoes with the like the one inch heel. She's wearing a below she went the to knee, first. a below the knee length skirt with like with like white tights on, and then a blouse. And she just yeah. looks so fucking old. And I'm like, wait, yeah, what, what the hell? And she said, what? Imagine your friend's girlfriend turns up and she's dressed like that. What are you thinking? I'm like, I don't even know, man. <laughs> we, we decided. Harry Osborne's clearly thinking, I want to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I am ready to plow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me smash. I am ready to get my nuts all up in them guts. Oh God. <laughs> nope, too far. Too nope, far. Yeah, very too far. Too far. Very too far. Too far, Xander. <laughs> anyway. After Mary Jane tells Peter she loves somebody else, Harry meets with Peter and claims to be that person. How's the pie? So good. <laughs> Sorry. 
Under the influence of the symbiotes, Peter later confronts Harry over this, and after a brief fight, spitefully tells him that his father never loved him. Okay, there's more memes here. There's more memes. There See, is a lot. Yeah, I, I think I think one of the creepiest moments, even I thought it was weird as a kid, is when Harry licks his lips and goes, mmm, strawberries. Oh god, that is <laughs> I such a weird so thing. creepy. And then like he he does the whole he does the whole ooh. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that moment's amazing. Um and then he's he calls him Goblin Junior Junior. Goblin yeah. Junior, you gonna cry? <laughs> Piss your pants. <laughs> yeah, it's um Yeah man, I don't know, it's funny as fuck. Um, it is a funny scene. I think um like one of my favourite things about it as well. Is just like once again, he's trying. He's doing the the goblin face again. He he does it so many times in this movie, <laughs> and it's so creepy. It's so weird. The smile is so strange. I think it's I just feel cre- like it's a filter. I think it's just creepy because it's fucking James Franco doing it. Yeah, it is because I'm so used to James Franco just being like, like no, I mean, I just mean handsome. No, I, I just mean because he is a creep because he fucking sexually harassed women in his drama school. Did not know that. Hmm. Yeah, he was like a big, a big guy involved in Me Too. Yeah, he's a Damn. fucking prick. Huh? Did not know that. Yeah, I, I also kind of love that um, the like, he just tells him that his father never loved him. He always just reminds me of the meme. Just like, this is why mom never fucking loved you. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good vine. It's such a good one. Um, <laughs> Another battle ensues. Hilarity ensues. With Harry throwing a pumpkin bomb. Uh, they're called pumpkin bombs. Yeah, did you not know that? I did not know that. What do you think they were called? Like grenades, I guess. No, pumpkin, the pumpkin bombs. <laughs> Mad. Throwing a pumpkin bomb at Peter, who deflects it back, disfiguring Harry's face. So he now becomes Two-Face. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, he actually does as well. He's just Two-Face. And it genuinely cut from... I got so excited because again, I always forget the order of the scenes in this movie. So I, I, I was watching it and then it cuts to like, Sp- like Spider-Man's walking away from that and the explosion happens. And then it cuts to him walking down the street and buttoning up his black shirt. And he starts looking at women. I was like, is he about to do some dancing? Is he is he about to do some dancing? Like whenever you see the memes as well, it's all those scenes like edited into one section. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I so I'm always I'm always thinking just like, oh my god, the entire thing is happening, and it doesn't, and I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, what what happens? What happens next? What's gonna happen? Um, What's happen gonna next? What's gonna happen next? <laughs> That's um. That is a brief look at Chris Pratt's Mario voice. Um, <laughs> he said he's not being Italian. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. Hello, I am a Mario. <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to die. Um. <laughs> Do you, reckon, do, you reckon, do you reckon if Mario was American, they'd just call him, like, Mark? No, they'd call like they'd call him Super Mario still, but the reason that Super Mario is actually called that is um, Super in Japanese is Itsumi. So his full name is Itsumi Mario. Um, no, I... I mean, that's, Mario is his last name. That's really fun, actually. That's a, that's a fun bit of yeah. I was just making a joke, like, because he's yeah, Italian, it was so he's called joke. Mario. So I was like, is he just called Mark? No, it's called Mario. 
Um, if if he was English, do you reckon he'd be called Barry? I reckon he'd be called Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. He's a, he is a Bob. He is a Bob. Or a Gary. Or a Joe. He's not a Joe. Joe Mama. <laughs> got you. Got you. You fucking prick. You really are like just channeling the inner David today, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> David, your mum doesn't love you. Ah, got you. This is my mum doesn't <laughs> fucking love you. Um. At the Daily Bugle, Peter exposes rival photographer Eddie Brock, whose fake photos depict Spider-Man as a villain or a yeah. criminal. Right. So this seems like a great opportunity to discuss Eddie Brock. Yeah, he's shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't hate it. Because like obviously the version in the comics and the cartoons, and even in the new one, he's like a bulking man. He's a big man. Whereas in this... Yeah. He's, he's, he's a twink. Ju- he's, yes. But what he is, is a mirror image of Spider-Man. He's, he's a douchey version of Peter Parker. He's a Peter Parker that, that thinks he's cool and he's just a bit of a douchebag. Like, frat bit boy. Of a yeah. Um, but, it, and he's the same character. So I get why they've hired Topher Grace and why they've given him, like, the frosted tips. And, like, it, I think for the character he's given... And the role that he's given, I think he really works. That's a controversial opinion. See, I I think it works in the sense of how they're trying to depict the character. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so used to like seeing Venom as like a hunky dude. Yeah. And now I'm looking at every single member of In Sync mashed into one person. <laughs> and I'm looking at that '70s show. <laughs> yeah, right like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's not that good. It's like I, it's making it made me appreciate um like Venom and Venomously Carnage a lot more. Like watching My... these movies and seeing the version of Venom in this, I do have a, I have something to talk about Venom later on, which I will get to when I get to talking about Venom properly. Okay. Um, and it, it's just a bit of a, like I think about the design. Um, yeah. But. Publisher J. Jonah Jameson fires Brock yeah. and promotes Peter to staff staff photographer. This later. This is Brock. when we get the dancing. Yeah, this is when we get this. The the, the, the the, this full stop right here between photographer and later. This yeah. is the dancing. This is the dancing. This is the coming out of the store being yeah. really fucking. Can I also just say, like, I always thought the transition for that was really smooth, and yet you can see the fucking fade. Yeah, you can. You can. I, I, I noticed it. I was like, I remember this transition being way better. What the fuck? <laughs> um, and I got up and did the dance. I I was going to, to but I was to my, ball, so to, I... to my housemate's dismay. Yeah, I'm, she, I'm very... she she was so confused. But I was doing like the gyrating and and such and the and the spinny no. hands. One day I'm gonna go as emo Parker for Halloween. <laughs> That's actually a great Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Later, um, yeah. Peter brings Gwen to a jazz club where Mary Jane now works. Now dig on this. So good. <laughs> Peter interrupts Mary Jane's performance and he passionately dances with Gwen in front of her in order to make her jealous. Gwen, realising this, apologises to Mary Jane and leaves. After assaulting the bouncers and accidentally hitting Mary Jane, Peter finally realises that the symbiote is corrupting him. 
retreating to a church's bell tower and realizing the high-pitched sounds and clanging of metal weaken the creature. Peter removes the symbiote. However, Brock follows him and becomes the symbiote's new host as Venom. I really do not like Venom in this just because it looks like a mashup of like Venom and She-Venom, but with a much smaller face, and there's no like space for a nose in between his eyes and mouth. So like, I know I... he doesn't have a nose, but there's a lot more space in the new Venom design. So I... there's a place where the nose could be. I think if they just made him made like so so when he gets so like so just make it so that like yeah you can have Eddie Brock as this tiny dude. But then yeah. when he gets the symbiote, just make the symbiote massive. Fucking huge. Yeah, because um, like because like that's that Tom the... Hardy isn't nearly that big. Yeah, yeah. So and they make him fucking huge. Yeah. So why why not just make him fucking huge? But I think as well, um obviously they didn't have the technology to make him entirely CGI and be able to interact yeah. like that. So yeah, but he could have like worn a, a muscle suit and then did a CGI around the muscle suit at least. Maybe I, d- I don't know, but I think the Put des- on stilts. the design itself, like the design of the costume, is fucking amazing. I think he looks great. Obviously, he's too small, but like I think the rest of it looks really great. Yeah, I'm. I'm not I think, a huge fan of it. I think it looks cool and it's like the liquidy like texture of it is very interesting, but it's a bit too close to the Spider-Man costume. Well, that's it. That that's what Venom is. Venom he, like Venom takes like the spider from the middle is from the fact that he used to be Spider-Man. Yeah, I and I get that, but at the same time like I think it's I think it's nicer to see it without like all the lines as well. Like I think that the spider in the middle keep that. That's absolutely fine. But you don't need all the like all the webs around him because yeah. he's not he's not a spider. Spider Man has webs because he's spider. I am um, yeah. I like that. Venom I, I, isn't I, a ra- like radioactive venom. I, I think I think the problem with this, I think it would have been a lot better, is if they'd gotten rid of that, uh, like this whole thing, and had like just a drop of it fall onto Eddie Brock, and then he's like, oh what the. F- what the hell? And then he just leaves the movie. And then like this could be like the final moment in the movie where it like where the entire symbiote like fo- follows Eddie home. And yeah. then it then it attaches to him. And then you set that up for Spider-Man 4. Yeah. So, so, you, so you introduce Eddie Brock anyway. and his motivations in this movie, and then in Spider-Man 4, you get Venom. Like that would have been yeah, so much I better and just that, had it. I think really that would have been great, but Sony kind of stepped in and shat on that, didn't they? Yeah. So like Yeah. Um but but we're here now, aren't we? So there you yeah. go. And I'm I'm like I'm not gonna lie, it made me appreciate Venom and like Venom 2 a hell of a lot more because of the design, because of the way that the character is portrayed. He's less dickish and more goofy. And I kinda love that now. Yeah. But also why does he screech like a crow? I dunno. Yeah, that 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 bit is just fucking weird. Anyway, go, go on. deducted that, yeah, spe- yeah. that Peter is in fact Spider-Man. Brock locates a still living Marco and convinces him to join forces to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Brock abducts Mary Jane and holds her captive from a web higher to construction site, while Marco keeps police at bay. After Harry refuses to help Peter, he finally learns the truth about Norman's death and from his butler, basically from Alfred. <laughs> 
who encourages him to go go and help the pair. While Brock and Marco pin Peter down, Harry arrives with Green Goblin technology to help Peter and save Mary Jane. Therefore, thereafter, Brock attempts to perforate. Perforate. Yeah. yeah. Brock attempts to perforate Peter with Harry's glider. Why, why don't I just say stab him? I don't know. Brock attempts to perforate Peter with Harry's glider, but Harry jumps in and is impaled himself. Peter, remembering the symbiote's weakness, assembles a perimeter of metal pipes to create a sonic attack, weakening it and allowing Peter to separate Brock from the symbiote. I kind of love that. That that seems actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think like the mo- like when he's like spinning around in the air, backflipping through the air, just like smacking these fucking metal poles into the ground it's actually a really cool moment like the camera just following it around just circling as yeah. spikes get put in more and more yeah it looks like cool. that's sick yeah it looks really cool yeah i i kind of love that that's a that's an awesome scene peter activates a pumpkin bomb from harry's glider and throws it at the symbiote brock having become addicted to his to its influence attempts to save the symbiote and vaporize along with it yeah does. Afterward, Marco explains that Ben's death was an accident that has haunted him ever since, justifying that all his robberies were intended to collect money enough to pay for his daughter's surgery. Peter forgives Marco, allowing him to escape. Harry and Peter re- reconcile before the former dies from his injuries. Sometime after Harry's funeral, Peter visits Mary Jane at the jazz club where she works. They embrace and share a dance. That's Spider-Man 3. That is Spider-Man 3. Next week on Bright Dragon Ball Z... Spider-Man 4. That didn't happen, unfortunately. That didn't happen. It got um, fucking cancelled. So it's got... It's got a uh, 6.2 on IMDb. Yep. A 63% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 51% audience score. And Metacritic is 59%. Um, Obviously, it's not perfect. Sorry, I feel like I've taken over here, but I did have a question. Um, Go on. What? How, how do you fix this movie? What do you do? How how do you fix it? Take out as many um, villains. So have primarily Sandman and Green Goblin. You don't need to have Venom there. Like tease Venom for the next one, like you said. Yeah. Um, and avoid a lot of the angst that the movie has. Although, like the angst is hilarious. Um, and like all the stupid shit comes from it. It kind of ruins the movie. Um, like it just takes away from it. It just makes the movie a lot more funny. Yeah. It's just a bit. Yeah. Um, like keep all the Sandman stuff exactly how it is. Sandman is perfect. Do not touch Sandman at all. But Green Gal- Green Goblin definitely needs some work. Um, his story is just a bit goofy, and it's just a bit. It's boring at times, and it's just comedically stupid. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just a it's just a very strange um like version of like Green Goblin. Well he's actually he's actually he's actually the, the character is actually called New Goblin. Oh fucking hell you So um uh, yeah, it's Oh yeah. Change New Goblin completely. Um like full rework on him. And have a bit more like scenes with Mary Jane, have a bit more conflict there because it just kinda seems like it happens out of nowhere. Like she's just pissed at him because he's not understanding um like how she feels about the Broadway show, but also he she's she's not thinking like how he thinks. She's just like, Why don't you know how why don't you know how I feel? Like, you haven't really fully told him how you feel. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, exactly. Like, you know, talk to him. And then she just immediately hates him because he did a publicity stunt as Spider-Man. And they kind of, you know, have to do that because everybody was screaming, kiss her, kiss her. It's not like he's just going to, like, zip away, is he? Yeah, zip, zip away. Z- Spider-Man's all about the publicity in this universe. He he loves the attention. He's got a fucking huge ego. So, like, yeah, keep keep that, like, there and then just change change Mary Jane's, like, annoyances with it. Have, have it could be completely different. And then more J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's not nearly enough J.K. Simmons in this. Yeah, there's not enough J. J. Jonah Jameson, and I need more in my life. And also have a have a little bit more of um, Bruce Campbell. So, I... Yeah, it's, it's obviously a mess, and I think this... If you just focus... Obviously, having New Goblin makes sense for the story because like it's, it's a plot that's been building up from the from the first two movies so it makes yeah. sense for it for that to conclude here uh with the yeah. trilogy and just keep sandman sandman's really a really compelling villain yeah um so yeah that man's fucking great especially like the way it was done in this because he could have easily been shit he is also the sandman's only fantastic he's also the only villain from the raimi trilogy to not die yeah, it's going to be interesting how they do that in Home. Um, I'll yeah. be into talk about that. So he, um, but there is also a deleted scene that is uh, re uh, entered into the editor's cut, where the final, like the final scene we see of him is he is um is his daughter's uh, in a park, and there's a big sandcastle yeah. in the middle of the park, and it's him. Oh, that's cute. He's, he just wants to spend time with his daughter. That's really cute. It's cute as fuck. Yeah, I think they needed a little bit more Sandman scenes, like, just humanise him a little bit more. Because well, he fucking disappears for half the movie. So, he, he literally... Just focus on angsty Spider- part. S- Spider-Man thinks he's dead, like, less than an hour into the movie, and then he doesn't come back until literally the final battle. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Um, what would you rate this? Um, as a movie, I think I settle at a six. As a comedy, it's like twelve. <laughs> fair point. I'd I'd say like a seven to be fair. Like it's not awful. It's I've definitely seen worse like superhero movies. It's it's got some down parts, but it's also got some really good highs. It does. And those good highs, especially the Sandman scenes, like elevated that much that it goes to a seven for me because I love Sandman's entire arc so much. Like his like finding out like how Uncle Ben died fully. And that it was just a complete accident caused by his partner that he didn't want to do it. He was even considering putting the gun down. He was like being really nice with him in the moment. He was just like, I, I need to have your car. He, he helped him out of the car. He didn't throw him out or anything like that. He wasn't aggressive. He was like, just like, please, mate, just help. Just please. I don't want to do anything to hurt you. I don't want to like even touch you right now. Just please get out of the car and just go about your business. Yeah. I think that's a really nice um, like way to look at it because like Uncle Ben's death is always seen as so like aggressive and like revengeful, and yeah. it's not. It it really isn't. It it wasn't like killing him for any reason other than it was a complete accident. There was there was absolutely nothing he could have done. Yeah. Other than not rob the bank, but still. Oh well, that's that's Spider Man three. 
Yeah, that's why I'm in free. Now, Xander. Fuck now. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all week. Um, if you remember from last week, I did a spinny wheel. Um, and I I chose Xander's torture device for this week that he has to watch cats. And now I I received three separate messages. Uh, well, probably like six, but I'm going to read them as three messages um, from you on the day you watched it. The first one was, I hate you. With just a picture of the cat's like opening credit. Then the credit was James Corden. And he was like, I really fucking hate you. And no. then after you watched it, you just said, you're going to regret this. Listen, I didn't write a full review. I pro- I may- Maybe I should have done. But I just made... I, I don't think I've written more notes on another movie other than this. What about Asmus Fowl? No, I think I wrote more notes on this. Oh, so you found a new fa- new um, least favourite movie. <sighs> right, okay. So, Cats from 2019, right? It's a movie. I, 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 I really just want to read out all of my notes, if, I, if I'm honest. Just, just fucking do it, mate. Completely no context. So no con- I don't want the context at all. I just want to hear the notes and then a quick wrap up at the end. Okay, great. So cats, twenty nineteen, um, nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a fifty three percent audience score, and um, where is it? Oh yeah, two point seven on IMDb, which makes it one of the worst movies ever made. On IMDb, technically. Right. Okay. So here's my notes. Um, the 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 opening credit started and Amblin Entertainment came up and I said Amblin Entertainment was a part of this atrocity. How didn't I know that? Okay, I genuinely don't. I genuinely know nothing about this musical, so this gonna be fun as heck. I was clearly optimistic at the start of this. Okay, so the CG is obviously awful, but I can see how this would work as a theatre production. Some things just don't work in movies, and that's okay. Like in live action, I mean. And then the, one of the songs started and I realized that I recognized it um, and I wrote, oh my God, it's Princess Carolyn's ringtone from Bojack. No way. Yeah. They start singing. It, he goes, when you're walking alone, evangelicals are angelicals do angelicals. And I was like, oh my God, I know this song. You're <laughs> um, <laughs> just like, oh yeah, it's from a good show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was doing that. Um, then... The CGI is really distracting because it looks so bad that he's making you think about what is actually real. Are the dancers even really dancing? Is anyone in the same room? Am I even real? Um, and then Are we living in the Matrix? <laughs> towards the end of the first song I wrote, um, I like that the main character is learning on the job and just following what everyone else is doing. I thought she was that was really cool. So it's so like... Every, like everyone's sort of da- doing a dance and putting their hand up towards the sun and then she's looking around and then starts doing it along with them and i thought that was kind of cool like you know she's just learning about what what's going on um oh no they dragged poor idris elba into this didn't they um or idris elba man poor he's idris, he's, he's gained some good roles but he's had a fucking rough time hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he has. gets like three minutes of screen time all together as heimdall yeah and then gets put in cats. Yeah, basically. Hashtag itch yourself and fill me in. <laughs> hashtag um, fill me in. Hashtag fill me in. The fur looks really great in certain lighting, but the human faces are just so damn distracting. 
Now, that's the problem with the CG. Yeah, like even in the um, it, can, can I just quickly ask a question? Is it. there actual buttholes? Is is there cat buttholes in this? I didn't see any. Okay, good. I I still believe that the butthole cut is out there somewhere. Uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. It exists. It will exist somewhere. Yeah. Um, is this an all singing musical? Oh dear. Uh, yeah, there's no. <laughs> it, it is just all singing. Like everything. It's like so Le, it's like Lemes. Like Lemes, yeah. Um, but bad. Yeah, and then and then I wrote uh, the cat with the top hat has really wet lips. I never want to hear that sentence ever again. He just looked like a real soft boy. Please, never, okay. never um, say that ever again. And then, um, and then, oh, fuck off, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> that's the next one. <laughs> she turned up and I literally just, I, I, I wrote, I just wrote that. Um, there, there are so many screenshots you can take out of context for this movie. Um, this movie is so fucking cursed. Yeah, because uh, there's, there's a moment where she like leans over, and, like you can see her from behind. She's like itching her inner thigh, and then it cuts to from behind, and all you can see is like her leaning forward and like legs akimbo, and her tail is coming through the middle, and it just looks like a dick. It's so weird. Uh, they knew what yeah. they were doing. Ah, she just unzipped her fucking skin. What the motherfucking fucking fuck? Ugh. Um, yeah, that that was something I wrote. And then, is that Jason fucking Derulo? <laughs> um, genuinely can't Jason tell what the hell he's singing. Lol. Uh, I couldn't like he, he was just making noises. It was great. Um, <laughs> also, when the fuck did Jason Derulo become British? Not a clue. But don't apparently, know, he is. Don't know when that happened, mate. Don't know when that happened. That's great. Um. Oh no, they dragged poor Jennifer Hudson into this, didn't they? <laughs> Are you going to say that about every actor that you actually like in this movie? Maybe. Um, I'm 25 minutes in, and I'm really not sure what's going on, if I'm honest. Um, th- there's some kind of dance or competition coming up. Fucked if I know. Also, I'm only 25 minutes in. Fucking end me. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then here's a true story. Lol, James Corden just turned up, and I audibly shouted, Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Genuine. I was sat on my couch and he, t- he came around the corner. I was like, oh, "Fuck off!" I, I like to think that like you were just sitting there watching this by yourself as well. Yeah, I was. I and was. Then, like one one of your root, like housemates just comes in. Just, Are you alright? It's like no fucking James Corden's on. Um, yeah, and my, then they just leave you in pity. Yeah, my my uh, my housemate James ha- had his girlfriend round and um, he came oh, downstairs God. to get some toast like an hour later. And, and he was like, are you all right? And I said, no. He was like, I heard you shout earlier. Are you okay? I said, no, it was just James Corden. <laughs> and he was like, all oh, right, okay. Fair. No, I'm not okay. It was James Corden. Um, and then did Idris Elba just Thanos Rebel Wilson? Da fuck. Like, he just walks up to her and then she disappears into, like, dust. And I was like, I'm really hoping she's dead. Same. Um, and then... So I wrote... This humor, genuinely, this was written in the space of 10 seconds. Um, this humor is so awkward that I kind of like it. Like there was awkward humor with James Corden. And yeah. then and then I wrote, I swear to God, as I typed that, he just hit his balls. And I wish I hadn't typed that last thing. Fuck this movie, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, it was so aggravating because I wrote that and then I was like, 
Cannibal have just written that. Um, <laughs> is he just singing about how fat he is? Is that <laughs> is that the whole joke? He's fat. Great. Thumbs up. Sick one. Sick one, mate. Um, and then is Idris Elba a cat murderer in this? Because he just he then he, then he stole um, James Corden as well. He like clicked him out of existence. Just finally snapped him. Um, then I don't mind this cat burglar song actually. Um, these two are obviously performers and not just celebrities being themselves dressed like cats. Yeah. Uh, that, that there's a cat burglar song and it's actually kind of kind of good. And I, I like feel the like some of the music in this well. is pretty good. And yeah. then the rest of it's awful. Yeah, but I just I just liked, you know, I I like what they were doing with it as well. I like the scene. I like the scene. I was like, oh cool. Um Oh no, they've dragged Paul Ray Winstone into this, didn't they? <laughs> oh god. Um He Poor guy. He He just stabbed James Corden in the head. Good lord. Yay! Literally like Idris Elba's talking to him or Ray Winstone. And then they approach him, like they've got James Corden tied up, and then they fucking put his—he puts his claw in his head, and then James Corden's like, "Oh, well, okay, oh, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, no worries, no worries." It's like, what the fuck? He just stabbed him in the head. Um. Oh no, they dragged poor Judy Dench into this, didn't they? Followed quickly by, oh no, they dragged poor Ian McKellen into this, didn't they? Jesus Christ. Uh. And then I wrote, Ian McKellen just meowed. Uh. What the fuck is my life right now? Um, there's still a goddamn hour left. Oh my god. This movie is so weird, man. Jason Derulo's back. I'm so happy. (laughs) Man, I sure hope this movie doesn't awaken anything sexual in me. Um... The dancing um, is actually amazing. Like, um, the, the, there's a dance sequence and it's really great. Um, um, oh shit! I know this song. Memory. I wrote that. Um, and then this must have been a while later because then I wrote, "I think I blacked out." I'm still processing the um, the sexual awakening. I said, "I hope it doesn't." Did it? Ian McKellen is actually kind of good in this. No, no, no. I haven't... What? Sure, I'm just joking. Jesus, man. Oh, my God. I I, I can accept Zootopia. Just stop. Right, let me me wrap this shit up, okay? I've been talking about this for half a fucking hour. (laughs) Jesus Christ, right. Ian McKellen's kind of good in this. He has a fun theatre song, and he's actually kind of good. There's still 45 minutes left. Oh my god! Jeez, this train guy sure can tap dance. Um, it's it's Taylor fucking Swift. <laughs> okay, this movie is definitely awakening something in me. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, everyone's just getting really high. Lol. Taylor Swift comes in and gives everyone catnip. <laughs> it's literally all she does she walks in and gives everyone catnip and everyone just like fucking lays down like they're up, they're in fucking train spotting um, oh. oh god Idris please put your coat back on you're so naked 
Basically, he had a big coat on, and then he took his coat off during the dance, and he's just, he's the most naked. He, he just looks so inappropriate to look at. Um, did it awaken something? That didn't, know. Taylor oh, okay. Swift did, though. She's so hot. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> why is Jason Derulo still here? Then, there's still 25 minutes left. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> this movie is like seven years long. Rebel Wilson unzipped her fucking skin again. Oh no! Why? Then they're playing the same song again. I swear I've already heard this one. It's fucking memory again. <laughs> um. Then wow, Jennifer Hudson went so hard in this movie. She deserves better. And then she wins this competition, whatever the fuck it is. And I wrote, hang on. Are they about to kill her now? Is this what this is? Is this a cult? Am I watching a film about a cult of cats that choose the saddest one of them to fucking kill? What is the story here? Um, and then Judy Dench is staring into my soul. I don't like it. Judy Dench just literally looks down the barrel of the camera and starts talking to the audience. And it lasts uh -huh. for about five minutes. So I said, is this movie going to uh -huh. fucking end soon? Please, God, let it end soon. Why is this still happening to me? It's over. Okay. Let's review this thing. There you go. Those are all my notes. And you didn't review this thing. <laughs> I didn't, because it's fucking impossible to review. Like, listen, it's... It's... It's crazy. It's an absolutely outrageous movie. And I don't know why they pumped... Hang on. They pumped $95 million into this. And it probably made more than the last of all. You could probably feed, like, all of Africa with that money. At least once. But no. Instead, you made cats. Why? Give Easter roast dinner. Like, like, this is just... It's just... Listen, it's not the worst movie ever. It is not. There are bright spots in this. But it's just such a, a disjointed movie that it feels like it, it. Even in the stage show, the plot is like fucking non-existent. It's just a load of little vignettes about different cats in this world, this world of cats. And so the story is fucking important. And then here we are, and they're like trying to make it into a movie with a story, and it doesn't work. Um, it's, I'm never going to see this again, ever. Not even like to sit and watch with friends as a joke. It was truly abysmal, but like, it's not the worst thing I've seen. I am still going to give it like a two because sure, it has meme qualities. 2.5. It has meme qualities. So it, it, it's up half a score. But also, like, there are a couple of moments and performances that are kind of good. Like I said, Jennifer Hudson's really good. Um, Ian McKellen does all right in his role. Um, and I like that one song with the cat burglars. And then, mem you know, Memory, I know that song. I know that song. So, like... Yeah. I did get a small erection when Taylor Swift turned up. Fine, you oh heard it. Oh, my God. I didn't. I didn't. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Keep it in. Don't keep in the joke. I'm gonna take that out. I'm gonna take that out. <laughs> I got an absolute stonk on when Taylor Swift turned. 
goes through the fucking roof. Yeah. It was like Just slammed into your table. Yeah, but oh, oh fuck! Oh, it's happened again. I'm thinking about Taylor Swift. Oh no. Not even um, cat version. Not even cat version. Just normal as Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much of that I'm gonna keep in. Um, <laughs> genuinely don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think it's shot the worst either. Like there are some really nice shots in this, and they try to do the best with the CG, but obviously the CG is a big problem. Um, yeah, it's a mess. I don't ever want to watch this, and I don't ever think anyone should watch this because it's abysmal. Uh, Two point five out of ten. Um, David, for your but for my birthday, I'm gonna fuck you up. All right, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Mate, I don't think there's anything you can do that's worse. Really? Genuinely. Okay, we'll see about that. I'm genuinely. You, do you want to bet, motherfucker? Do you want to bet? Interested? What you're gonna do? Right. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Right. Fuck you. Um, David, are you gonna are you gonna do the next segment? <laughs> I was about yeah, to do it, well. and then I realized that you're hosting. Xander. Hey, David. Buddy. Hey. Would you like to sell me a movie, or a game, or a TV show, or a music, or a book, if you're a nerd? I would. Um, firstly, I'd like to sell you the movie Cats. It's really good. <laughs> um, no. I, I've, I've watched a few things. So I watched Army of Thieves on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, surprisingly fun. I think it's... Not uh, to me, it's not as good as Army of Army of the Dead, but that's just because I like you know Dave Bautista and everything. But it's still really fun, and it's just like you know, turn your brain off, fun heist movie. And I know how much you and Alex Woods like heist movies, so um, I would recommend I would recommend it because as well, it's the it's the character that everyone loves from Army of the Dead. I do kind of love him from Army of the Dead. Not a um, huge fan of the movie, but I love him. I realized that I didn't uh, recommend this when I actually watched it, but I watched a uh, Tick Tick Boom on Netflix, the new Andrew Garfield movie. Oh yeah, it's about uh, Jonathan Larson who created the musical Rent, which is like my favorite musical of all time. Yeah. Um, and it's like it, it, it's weird. It's so Tick Tick Boom is a one man show that he did, and it recounts the story of the first show he wrote. Um, and so so I've intercuts it with clips from the show Tick Tick Boom. It's really great. Andrew Garfield's a wonderful person and human being, and I love him to bits. Um, and I think you, this movie deserves your time. Uh, it's one of my favourites from the year. Fair enough. Um, I also, yesterday, I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy. That movie's, like, fucking nearly perfect. Like, genuinely. It, I know we've talked about this a million times, but, like, why does why do people, like, sort of sleep on it? It's so fucking good. It's so good. Don't sleep on it. I know, but, like, whenever we talk about it as a group, Everyone's just like, yeah, Guardians is okay, but no one Guardians is no one's favorite. But like, it's just, it's just so good. Like, sorry, um, um, what, what else? Oh yeah, my main recommendation though, um, is actually a game. Oh, it's FIFA Twenty Two. No, it's not. Oh, it's um, I got this on PC a while ago, um, and I just haven't played it. And then I was bored one night, and so I decided to to hop on it, and I played for the first time. Portal 2. Yes! Um, it's really cute and fun. Fucking great. I love Stephen Merchant. Yeah, like, I I just... I, I mean, I'm, I'm not very far into it. I'm like... like the, the, like the, the, the main woman's just come back to life. Um, oh, damn. I, you're, you're only... You're, th- you're that far in. Is that far? No, not right. at all. That's like an hour in. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I played it for like two, two yeah, and a half. Yeah, and, and then I did like yeah, she's her, a cocky shit. And then I did like her first section of tests. So oh. like, so I, I've, I've done. I think I played for like two and a half hours or something. It's fun as hell, and it's really addictive. And I tried to play it with the controller and decided that it was better with mouse and keyboard. Uh, so I also feel like a real gamer. Yeah, no, um, it's a lot better with like controller on 360. Yeah, like they, they when they actually ported it over to 360, they actually fine tuned it a lot more. But it is honestly, Portal Two is a fantastic game. Um, yeah, you need like, to co-op at some point because like, the co-op is so fun. And I, I like the puzzles. Like it, it's, it's, and yeah. like, it, it takes me. A, sometimes it takes me a while to get them because I'm fucking stupid. But then I get them. I'm like, oh shit, that's so cool. Um, Once you have completed it, do yourself a favor and watch like Portal speedruns. Like I know, obviously, it's a bit too, a bit nerdy for you, but genuinely. Portal speedruns are some of the most interesting things ever. You <laughs> also have a great lemon rant coming up. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that that's like it's it's a long ass section and it's one of the things that um speedrunners have tried to like skip for the longest time. They found a skip for it. The only reason they've tried to though is obviously because they want to save time on the run. And hearing an entire lemon rant that goes on for like ten to fifteen minutes can really kill a run. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um but genuinely like this game is perfect. I'm, I I need more portal in my life, and luckily fans make more portal. And <laughs> um, like, so when you go onto like Steam, you can actually go onto the um, workshop, or oh, you can shit. go on Steam as well. There's actual like, so there's a game called Portal Reloaded, um, right. on Steam. It's a mod for Portal Two, but it's released as a standalone game, but it's like as like a DLC actually. Okay. And you have free portals instead. Oh. And that, that messes with time. So it's similar to the um the mission in Titanfall 2. You know when you've got the thing where you can jump in yeah, between yeah, time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got the port the normal portals and then you've got the time portal that you can go into the older dimension. Oh, cool. Um and then there's also Portal Stories Mel. I believe that one, um, in Portal Stories Mel, you instead of getting Oh no, it's in a different one. Um this thing so portal stories mel is a really good um thing um but in portal stories mel you actually you'll come across two kind of goos later on um in the game one of them's like a speed goo the other one's like a bouncy goo and instead of like controlling portals you control the goos and you spray that everywhere and it makes some really good puzzles like the portal community is incredible at making portal games it's really really interesting so de- like those are both free. So definitely download those at some point as well if you just wanted more portal once you finished it. Cool. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll look I'd... into it. Portal one's also great, but it's not nearly as good as two because you don't get Steven Merchant. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was yeah, but I, you know I understood the story from the first one quite quickly. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but it's it's a fun time, and I got it for like three quid on Steam. So yeah, it's always on sale. Like at at full price, I'm pretty sure it's like eight quid. Yeah, and it and it's better than that. It's better than eight quid. It's it's, it's way better. better. Yeah, than it's that. it's a lot yeah. of fun. So I'd I'd recommend that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna sell you that. J.K. Simmons is um also in it. Oh wow, I didn't know that. He's Cave Johnson. I haven't got to that point yet. He's he's the guy who does the lemon run. I I don't know what you talked about, but anyway, you carry you you do your recommendation. What are you, what are you selling me? Um, I don't even know if I'm selling anything this week. I I haven't really watched much. I've I, I, oh I. I, fuck it. I guess I'll. Um, I guess I'll recommend this. I started replaying Skyrim. 
Right. Wow. Sick. Sick. <laughs> so the um, the PS5 version came out. They actually released a free PS5 upgrade, which for once I'm actually kind of happy that Bethesda's done something right because I I fully expected them to just make everybody pay for the PS5 version. But the upgrade is free. You can get the um, anniversary edition as well, which adds a bunch of content like from the community created. Um, and I've been enjoying Skyrim again. I'm not gonna lie. I I've shat on Skyrim a lot, but. It's not nearly as good or as revolutionary as it was back when it re- first released, um, but it's still a fucking good game. Dragons are fucking sick. The um, like builds you can do are really fun. The co- the combats, you know, the combats meh, but the exploration alone, the the world design, just walking around Skyrim and finding like these little things and just exploring it makes for a fucking great time. So yeah. if you want to like a good fantasy game skyrim it's usually on sale kind of cheap um yeah play nice. skyrim fucking nerds um excellent yeah well that's um that is it, that's a podcast i guess that is indeed um thank you xander for coming on today no problem bud uh, thank you for watching cats yeah, no, no, um, it was an experience. And I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely thought I could have gone my whole life without watching it. So thanks yeah. for thanks for ruining that for me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um and thank you, the listener, for listening to this week's episode. It's um it's been a it's been a fun time. Next week, um Hallmark movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, so next week we've got a um we've got a really we've got a very interesting podcast planned actually i don't i um, can't remember how how it's gonna work but we, we we've got an idea we've got a vague idea well, and we'll discuss it afterwards it, weirdly enough i am hosting again next week um, fucking what you said this you're the one who said you should host this one. Oh shit the bed yeah so um, sadly you've got to read news again God um but yeah uh it's, it's a very fun one i'm i'm excited to do it um i'll let you know about it later on Alexander. um right, cool yeah and then the week after we've got spider-man so look out for that because it's obviously going to be a doozy obviously yeah. or it's going to be a really shit movie it's gonna be really funny it's gonna be great it's gonna be great um where, where can the people find us david uh the people can find us on spotify amazon music we also have a tiktok now oh shit yeah i need to add that to the list of of, of things yeah it, yeah, it's on the, me, it's on the, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's on the link tree in the description. Yeah, um, we we have a TikTok. Um, we're going to be posting the usual like Instagram um, like posts, so like the little clips with um, the fantastic posters made by Joe Cook. Yes, we're also work. going to be. Um, I've we're we're planning on a few extra little bits of exclusive content for TikTok, just because it's easier to upload on there and easy to get like stuff onto it. Um, so yeah, look out for that. Just go follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Do we even post on Twitter? Uh, no, but it is there. Fuck it. F- follow us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> follow me and Xander as well if you want to. Um, we don't post anything fun. So, you know, if if you're following us, you're just giving us clout. I I, I do. I'm great at Instagram. I've got so oh, many yeah, se- you... I've got so many sexy images. It, oh, definitely, mate. Your 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 Instagram is my wank bank. Well then, thanks for that, <laughs> Taylor Swift's cat Instagram is yours. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess now I've got to keep in the joke about Taylor Swift. Sick. Cheers, yes, David. Sir. Cheers, David. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs>